0: It's Wired, the Pistons Podcast, presented by Chief. Here's your host, Matt Derry. Happy New Year, everybody. It is a new installment of the Wired Pistons Podcast. Thank you for joining us and welcoming everybody as we're talking Detroit Pistons basketball with you, the first podcast of the calendar year of 2020. It's certainly been an interesting road trip and a lot of sidebars for the Pistons right now on this Monday. They'll finish the road trip in Cleveland against the Cavaliers on Tuesday night. and Then the Cavs will come back for a home-and-home, and, home, and Detroit will host Cleveland on Thursday. Matt Derry with you. Please excuse the voice as I come back from uh, a little bit of a cold, but uh, great to have you with us. Earl Kierton is going to join me momentarily. Pistons legend, Pistons ambassador, works for the team now. Twirl will also the former Piston get his number retired soon, January 23rd coming up at Callahan Hall. His number 24 will go to the rafters at the University of Detroit Mercy. The former Titan great getting honored, and we'll talk to Earl about that. And also the state of Pistons, the state of the Pistons coming up uh, momentarily. Again, Matt Derry with you. Brought to you by Jeep, and I'm excited, and, and, and here's why: uh, Sunday night's game, last night's game. The Pistons lost to the Lakers 106-99. Now, you know this, all right? It's not been a good season. The Pistons have 13 wins. They have 24 losses. Uh, Blake Griffin News Uh, reports say he possibly is going to go under the knife and have season-ending knee surgery. That has not been confirmed by the team as of yet. Uh, Other reports, of course, last week, that Andre Drummond is being shopped by the team, and that's out there. And and Andre reiterated uh, to the media the other day that he wants to stay and he's not a quitter and he wants to finish what he started here in Detroit and loves it here. Pistons owner Tom Gorris is speaking in Los Angeles when the Pistons played the Clippers last week, saying, Look, we may have to go in a different direction. There's a lot surrounding this basketball team. But let me be the first to tell you that Sunday night's loss to the Lakers, 106 99, was the most entertained I've been watching the Pistons in a while. It was fun. The team fought. They played hard. They continue to play hard under Dwayne Casey, and I don't think the veteran head coach w- would demand anything else. But to see on the floor at one time a young guy like Christian Wood, Bruce Brown, who gets better every game, Svee Luke, Seku Dambuya, who the rookie out of nowhere goes from being not buried, but a 19-year-old kid that they were, they were, they were probably going to just have on training wheels all year. Starts in three consecutive games on the West Coast trip, gets back to back double doubles, and then on Sunday night plays 34 minutes, battles his butt off against LeBron James, scores 11 points, grabs five rebounds. To see those guys on the floor in meaningful minutes in crunch time against the second best team in the NBA and stand toe to toe with the Lakers before, unfortunately, LA pulled away late, with some help, by the way, from the officiating, uh, was fun. You know, Svee knocking down threes. Christian Wood active. Uh, I I mentioned before, Seku, The young guys, Bruce Brown, who, you know, as good an on-ball defender as the Pistons have, a guy that when he's running the point is, is, you know, unfazed. Um, This is the future. And the future just might be coming a lot faster than maybe a lot of us thought. Because at the start of the season it was, all right, they'll get Blake Griffin healthy. They'll get Reggie Jackson healthy. They've added Derrick Rose, who's been unbelievable. And again, another 28-point performance from him. Uh, you know, Marquise Morris, they added. Another year of Luke Kennard. And this team should be in the playoff chase. Should definitely make the playoffs. And it was a matter of what seed Detroit would be in the East. And now we're at a point where there may be some trades coming. There may be some guys, move, guys moved. And for the first time in who knows how long... The organization just might, and again, there's nothing been confirmed here, just might go in a different direction and rebuild this thing. But at least Sunday in L.A., what we got to see with, like I said, those young kids uh, fighting, scratching, clawing, making shots, running up and down the floor, you know, this 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 Seku. he can play. I never thought in a million years that a 19-year-old kid, the youngest kid in the NBA, would be getting any kind of serious run this year. And yet here he is starting. And if I'm Dwayne Casey, I'm, I'm, I'm starting him the rest of the year. Let's see what he's got. Because what he's bringing to the table in terms of energy, in terms of his ability to rebound the basketball, shoot it a little bit, he's going to make some mistakes. He's 19. But, you know, he had to guard Kawhi Leonard in the first game, Draymond Green in the second game, and LeBron in his third game. So, I don't know. I, I was excited. I I found the game to be very entertaining. I, I could not believe when Sekou took the ball to the rim and LeBron James smashed him across the head that they didn't call a shooting foul. Uh, th- there were some calls on Sunday night that blew my mind. But this team stood toe-to-toe with, with as good a team as you'll find in the NBA and survived it. Now, they didn't win. And obviously winning has not come easy for this basketball team this year. But I think we're starting to see something here with some of these young guys. And, you know, what, what's the plan? I think we're going to find out rather soon. I think the Andre Drummond thing will, will come to a head eventually. Of course, he can opt out of a contract that would pay him $28 million next year. He could make up to $34 million, possibly somewhere else. That's a possibility. And if that happens, although Andre says he wants to stay, the Pistons probably need to get something back for him before he walks. And that's part of the game. It's a business. And unfortunately, last night, when you talk about offensively, at least, uh, you know, Andre was was a burden for the team. The other guys were making shots and he wasn't. And yet there they were sitting there toe-to-toe, like I said, with the Lakers. It was a lot of fun. All right, I guess this week on Pistons Wired is Earl Kirtan. Pistons a team ambassador, Pistons legend, and of course also a legend down at the University of Detroit Mercy. We'll get into that momentarily. Earl, give me a couple of minutes here. What's up, buddy?
1: Hey, how you doing, man? How's everything?
0: I'm doing well, sir. Uh, I know you're doing well as well. And We're going to talk about January 23rd momentarily, but uh, your impressions of what's been going on in this road trip with this basketball team? I know you and I talked off air a little bit. You know, last night's game, Sunday night's game against the Lakers was as entertaining as it, as it can get, and this team continues to fight, right?
1: Yeah, it's been pretty, you know, pretty up and down with with the play with the Pistons all year long, and you know, I think this this dude is just having so many injuries and so many guys in and out of the lineup. You know, you get your star player not to start the season with, and and he's really a focal point out on the court, and then when he comes back, they learn how to play a certain way. They have to learn how to play with him, and. You know, Derek went down for a while with a hamstring problem, missed some games, and Richie's been out all season long. I think it's just a matter of trying to get all those guys healthy and on the court at the same time to get used to playing with
0: each other. You're right. They are in a weird spot right now, and I talked about it before you came on here. You know, it, it might be time for some major changes, and it's not something that this organization, going back to even when when you played, has ever really wanted to do and embrace, and that is, is, is you know, Kind of start over. What are your What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I mean, you know, back, back, you know, you sit back in my time, and the thing is, is that that's when the Pistons was developing the team. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, if you look at the history of the whole whole thing, I mean, the, the years that I played, I, I was here for three years. All three of those years, we were a playoff team. They won like forty nine, I think, the first year, 47, 48 games in those three years, which is that's not a bad team you know by far you know when you're making the playoffs every year it wasn't a championship team but it was a team that was winning and was was in the process of building uh after i left you know a couple more moves to bring sally and rodman in and you know before you know it you know they put the pieces together and and you had a championship team uh so it's a process you have to go through to do it i mean and you you break it down and go to bare necessities i I mean it could be really difficult to try to ever get there you know uh we have some pretty good players in here. Uh, a lot of guys, we look around the league and see some of the players that's not here anymore that's really productive. You know, and I'm here you know, talking about guys like Middleton, you know, that's playing for Milwaukee right now. And, uh, you know, you talk about some of the players that we, we, we've had come through here or maybe some of the draft picks that we missed out on that we probably could have here. Uh, this team could be right there now, uh, with those type of things. But yeah, I mean, we had, obviously we had some changes in the front office and, you know, we got a group in here now that's just trying to put everything together.
0: Twirl, I mentioned the game Sunday against the Lakers when Svee's on the floor with, you know, Bruce Brown, uh, Christian Wood, and Seku. It was exciting, and I guess that's kind of a peek into the future. But obviously, you don't want them out there finishing games just yet, right?
1: Well, no. I mean, the, the goal this year was to try to you know get to the playoffs. Uh, you, know, you look at having this team healthy, and I wonder what it would look like if you know a healthy. Reggie and a healthy Blake and you know with Derek and all those guys playing uh, you know consistently you know, I, uh, you know on paper that looks like a team that probably could have made the playoffs this year and how deep they could go or how far they could go that's, that's another question but it, it did look like a team that, that could compete, compete and make the playoffs
0: Earl you mentioned Blake Griffin before um, at what point uh, does he have to make that decision to shut it down to the team and, and those lingering knee injuries how, how, how brutal are those
1: well, that, that was a situation that he's had pretty much throughout his career. He's, you know, he had a lot of injuries all the years that he was in with the Clippers, and I think that was a question mark when they made the trade to bring him in. Uh, I mean, I guess you really don't know whether he's going to be able to stay healthy last year. You know, he had a great year. He was healthy most of the year, and, you know, we saw that happen with him a lot with the Clippers, too, and then when it came playoff time, you know, he, he went down. So he's had a lot of injuries over the year, and, you know, you just kind of keep your fingers crossed, because when he is healthy, he's, he's a productive player. and I think he showed us that. I mean, I think everybody was happy with what he was doing last year. Uh, The question is, can he get back to the point where he's going to be able to be consistent and be able to play every night?
0: Pistons ambassador and Pistons legend Earl Kiriton with me. Um, Obviously, the big question now, Earl, is what to do with Andre Drummond. And from the Pistons side of things, um, you know, where where, where do you lean? What do you do? Because uh, obviously right now they're kind of in between, like we talked about, waiting for guys to get healthy. (laughs)
1: Wow, Andre's been uh, a, yeah, he, he's been consistent. It's one thing about Andre, uh, what is he, 26 years old, 27 years old now? Uh, he's a top rebounder in the league, uh, for the last, last three years or so. Uh, I don't think Andre was ever going to be that guy that gets you, you know, 20, 30 points a night. I hear a lot of people talk about, uh, well, he doesn't shoot the three point shot. Uh, you know, I, what I've seen with Andre in the time that he's been here since he came in, I've seen him improve each and every year. Uh, he was a bad free throw shooter, and everybody was you know, really going crazy about that. When that happened, he worked really hard to get the percentages up. He's shooting the free throws a lot better now. Uh, each year, he seems to bring something a little bit different to the table as a you know as a player. Um, I mean, to me, you know, just looking at it, uh, a, a guy like that, it's that's something that you put the right kind of players around, and, and and you you got a guy that does a lot of the intangibles in terms of blocking shots. I don't see too many big men that can run the floor the way he runs the floor. Uh, he's a pretty good passer. Uh, you know, I, I look at the things that he can do and, and do well. Uh, and that's something, you know, you, you try to make a decision. Do you, you know, can you build around a guy like that? Can you put the right type of players around a guy like that? Uh, you know, if you had a Devin Booker here or, or um, you know, some some shooters or people like that, that the Pistons probably would have had a chance to get in missed out on draft picks around him you know with their roles now and you know would andre be more effective with those type of guys around him or you know so i guess it's, it's just something you have to sit back and figure out what you know what is it worth you know trying to spend the kind of money they would have to spend to keep him and will he be that guy that you can build around to you know to bring a championship to the right?
0: earl is a former player and a guy that's been in the league you know he came to the gym the other night obviously knowing that reporters were going to stick there. They're tape recorders and the microphones in his face, and ask him all the questions. He answered all of them. He said, "Hey, I want to stay. I'm not a quitter. I'm a, you know, he, he's not going to come forward and say I'm opting out on on January second or January 3rd. But how difficult is it for a player to have to put those distractions behind him and go play a basketball game?
1: Well, he's just got to focus on what he needs to do. You know, let his agents and let you know let, let things work itself out. And, uh You know, like I said, the one thing I like about Andre, I mean, every summer he seems to work extremely hard. You know, we, you know, we see, and when he comes back and he's been consistent, he doesn't miss a lot of basketball games. Uh, yeah, could he have a higher motor? Uh, you know, could he, you know, bring you a little bit more enthusiasm? Yeah, there's some things that he, you know, he could do, but you know, at 26 and it seems like the guy is still improving every year. Um, you know, I don't know, you know, and and if you do replace a guy like that, what do you replace a guy like that with? You bring somebody in here, I mean, you look at his numbers. When you start talking about Andre from his numbers, you start talking about guys like Will Chamberlain and Kareem and those type of guys. I mean, and I don't know if you know people really look at the statistics that he's put up over the last two or three years and look at some of the games in the 2020s and stuff that he's doing out there on the court. I kind of think he's a little underappreciated. You know, uh, you, you get a guy that's coming in, bringing that to the table every night. Now, when you don't win... Uh, you know, and that's what Detroit's used to. You know, we we had some teams here that, you know, from the Bad Boys to the Go to Work Boys that brought championships uh, to Detroit, and that's what people expect. And unfortunately for Andre, he hasn't been a part of a team that's been able to go deep into the playoffs and be able to win. I think that's where a lot of the criticism him comes.
0: Earl, tell me about watching Sekou and what you see. And in... now here's a 19 year old kid that started in the D- in the G League. And now the last three nights, you know, he's guarding Kawhi Leonard, Draymond Green, and LeBron James. He's done pretty well, hasn't he?
1: I think he looks pretty solid, you know, uh, and, and that's what this league's about now. You know, you get some young guys, and, you know, it's hit and miss sometimes with some of these guys that come in. And But it looks like the Pistons did their homework on him uh, so far. You know, he's going to be a productive player. And obviously he's a rookie this year, and I, I think they did the right thing by... Giving him opportunity to go down to the D League and continue to keep playing, and not just bring him in and sitting. And now, you know, they're bringing him, you know, and onto the Pistons roster, and he, you know, he's, he's doing really well.
0: From what you know about Dwayne Casey and what you've seen, do you think he's enjoying this in, in a sense of, you know, I'm just going to play this kid and I'm going to start him, or is he one of these veteran coaches that is saying? I got to do what I got to do due to injuries and stuff. Do you think he's a little bit hesitant that he's, he's playing this kid so much so fast?
1: No, well, I, I, I don't think so. I mean, Dwayne's got, got experience at developing players. I think he did a great job down in Toronto. You look at some of the guys that they got there that he developed, you know, uh, you know. He's got a couple players down there that you know similar in the same type of situation that he's in now. And he developed. So I think he pretty much knows how to handle that type of situation. He likes to. Get these guys in energy. He likes to keep them playing and giving them opportunities because the quicker they develop, the more it's going to be productive for you know for the team.
0: By the way, watching LeBron last night, he didn't look like he's slowing down at all, huh?
1: Well, he, he's consistent. Uh, you know, he's, he, each year, you know, LeBron's always right there. Uh, I know everybody looks for a reason not to like him, but it, it's kind of hard when a guy's been doing what LeBron's been doing over the last decade. or So, uh, you know, he's pretty incredible uh, to me. I, you know, I haven't seen him. James, uh, with that size and that strength and that, and that quickness and the durability that he has, I mean, he had a few injuries last year, but he's been pretty consistent every year. In the way he takes care of his body and he comes to play every night, and it doesn't seem like he's slowing down at all.
0: How how would you have done against him defensively? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I guard Carl Malone a little bit back in the day, but he, he he brings another. He brings the size of a Carl Malone, you know, with the speed of a, of a point guard. I mean, it's, it's, that's a different animal right there. I, I probably would do like everybody else. I I, I struggle. <laughs>
0: All right, Earl Carrington, January twenty third, Callahan Hall. I love this. Uh, you and I did games for many years together doing TV for for UDM. The Titans are putting your number up on the rafters, brother. How about that?
1: And I'm pretty excited about that. You know, I, you know, as a kid growing up here in Detroit, I, you know, I I didn't imagine, you know, that happening. You always dream about something like that happening, but to be in your own hometown and, you know, and especially at the University of Detroit, uh, to go up with some of the great players that's already hanging from the Raptors there. You know, a lot of people here, you know, Detroit's not doing well right now and they got a great coach with Mike Davis that's there now. And I think they're going to get back on track. But they've been struggling over the last, you know, seven, eight years now. And I, I don't think a whole lot of people really know uh, how many great players have came through Detroit. And you look up there and you see Spencer Haywood and you see Dave DeBusher and you see a John Long and a Terry Tyler and a Terry Durod, And you see a Rashad Phillips and, you know, all those guys that came through Detroit uh, and played and had great NBA careers and, they all came right out of the University of Detroit. You know, now I'm going to have an opportunity to be up there next to, to guys like that. So I'm just, uh, I'm thrilled to have, to have that. And I'm trying to get all those guys there for that night. Uh, I've had conversations with Spencer and you know, I think he's willing to come back. And obviously John is, you know, here in town and Terry Durod's here in town. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to get Rashad Phillips away from Orlando to come back. So I can have them all there, and then Joe Kopecky, I didn't like to leave him because she will play three or four years in the NBA. We just had a lot of guys come through there in that particular time, that, you know, through the Vital era. That was uh, that was really good players, and you know, and uh, that'd be a good night if we can all get together in the same gym and and see all those guys. And, and that's my goal. And of course, have you there because we, you know, of course, we've been permanently stays around Detroit for a long time.
0: I'd love it, Earl. I will be there. By the way, number twenty four. People forget you were twenty four at uh, at Detroit.
1: Yeah, you know, I was in that era, where, you know, right when they changed the numbers. You know, what I played so long ago in college, you used to have two numbers in college. You know, you would have, you know, you'd have a home and a away jersey. And uh, I was wearing twenty five, and I think twenty four was my home, twenty five on the road, or something like that. But I ended up, you know, I ended up keeping the twenty four when we went to one number.
0: I love it. Well, uh, IUPUI will be here that night. It's uh, thir- uh, Thursday, January twenty third. At Cal Ann Hall, I hope folks can come down and see you and honor you and get your. have you already starting work on your
1: speech? I don't know what I'm going to say or how I'm going to be that night, but I know I'm going to be pretty excited. That'd be a fun night. I, you know, also trying to do a community youth night. I, you know, all the uh, like PAL and all the kids in the community. I do a lot of stuff, you know, in the inner city with with kids and all that stuff. And I would love for all those kids to be there on that night too. Uh, you know we're not drawing the big crowds down there, but I'm, I would love to see Callahan Hall with a nice crowd in there and try to pack that building that night. And I know, know a lot of people, but I'm telling everybody to come out and support it. Come down, and all of the kids, the doors will be open for you.
0: Congrats, Earl, on that. We'll uh, see you on the 23rd, brother. Always a pleasure.
1: All right, thanks a lot,
0: there he is, the twirl, Earl Kirtan joining me here on the Wired Pistons podcast, brought to you by Jeep. Always appreciate Earl's time, and you occasionally see him on Fox Sports Detroit. Does the games for the Detroit Titans on TV, and also, I works for the Pistons now as a team ambassador. Is always in the community and always around the Little Caesars Arena. And again, please come on out January twenty third, I U P U I at Detroit Mercy, seven o'clock at Callahan Hall. Earl Curriton at halftime will get his. Number 24, raised to the rafters. Should be a lot of fun to see Earl get honored, a well-deserved honor, down at the corner of McNichols and Livernoy. We'll talk to you again later on in the week. We'll get uh, some national perspective on some of this Andre Drummond trade talk. We'll do that later on in the week. This has been Wired for a Monday.